Welcome to Selfish Podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, self-love, and self-indulgence. I'm Sarah. And I'm Morgan. And Selfish was created out of my desire to spread a message of self-love and putting yourself first. In a world that is designed and profits from running us too hard, paying us too little, and making us doubt ourselves too much, our goal is to support us all in being a little more selfish. Each week, we will talk about ways we care for ourselves, from therapy to astrology, self-dates to identity. We are two friends who love to talk about these things for ourselves, for each other, and for our communities. So each week, we'll journal about a topic, and then we'll come together to share our reflections with each other and with you. Come with us on this journal journey, and let's get selfish, fish. today the sun is out the sky is blue the birds are chirping the birds are chirping the, the, <laughs> i can't think of anything else the wind is the singing through the leaves mm. spring is coming yes thank goodness finally how are you um i'm good i'm good yesterday was noruz which is iranian new year so oh, happy new year happy we new have year. made it to the a new century in the Iranian calendar. So Ooh. <laughs> happy new year to everyone. Happy year 1400. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't really know much about the calendar, but I do know that it is the year 1400. Okay. So. Cool. Yeah. So today we're talking about self-love. Yep. Yep. Um, so should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, checking question. Um, what have you done for you lately? You want me to go first? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I have um, this week, in partially in preparation for Nauru's and partially just uh, because I wanted to, I have been working my way through a cookbook, an Iranian cookbook. Um, so I have a bunch of cookbooks and I don't really know how to use them. And so a friend of mine suggested, you know, just cooking or she and her partner every week they cook or every night they cook through a recipe from a cookbook to work their way through the whole thing. So I've been doing that. I've been cooking myself pretty lavish Iranian meals every night. Um, I wish so, I was and the, there. <laughs> the book starts with um, all these small plates. So I've been making, you know, three or so recipes every night of these like hummus and spreads and soups and things and having just this like big spread just myself every night. So um that's been nice i've been doing that this week for myself that is way better than my thing (laughs) (laughs) that's so nice i mean it sounds nice but it's also a lot of work like you know there are nights where i'm like uh, i bought all these groceries and but at the end of the day i'd really like to just you know order food or you know give myself mac and cheese and then i end up in this like hour-long, two-hour-long production of making food. So there were moments where it was less cute than it sounds, but I'm glad I did it, and yeah. I'm going to keep going with it. So. And that's the yeah. beautiful part. It's like you're you're committing to this practice, and you have this, like, huge, lavish meal at the end. So, like, it's indulgent, and mm-hmm. it's hard work, but it's also feeding you in a different way because you're learning new recipes. 
Mm-hmm. It's culturally Absolutely. relevant. The dishes is less fun. The dishes, but... yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <That's all> right. <laughs> but I love that. That's so nice. Yeah. And I love your cooking. How about... So... I'll have to make you some next time we're in the same place. I'll make you. Yes. I'll find a favorite dish as I wake my way through this recipe. Yes, please. Book Book Yeah. Absolutely. How about you? What's something you've done for you? Um, Well, before we got on, I dyed my hair. (laughs) I had like pink goop all over my hands when I got on Zoom. (laughs) So um, I just felt like a change. My hair is way longer than I want it to be. I can't see my um, hairstylist right now. So I can't get a Mm -hmm. haircut. And that is really messing with me. Mm. Like once I cut my hair, I thought, I would just keep it cut, keep it really short for a while. And then winter hit and she was like, we don't want to cut it down too much. And I was like, okay. And then like restrictions kind of increased a little bit. So I couldn't go to see her. <laughs> so you and, dyed it pink. And now it's super long. So I dyed it pink. So I feel better about I it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I also bought my... It's very... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I also bought myself flowers. Um, they look kind Aww. of sad. Well, I didn't actually buy them for myself. My sister and mom were buying my other sister flowers, and I asked for some, too. So, um, so here they are. They're so pretty. You all can't see so you them, got flowers bought for you. Yes, I I commissioned a flower purchase <laughs> for free. That's so nice. Um, I love it. So springy with the flowers and the pink hair. And, yeah, it's, there's yeah. baby's breath in there. Like, yeah, mm. get into it. So So sweet. Those are little things I'm doing for me today. That's great. So today we're talking about self-love, which is one of our um, main tenets of the podcast. Um, can you can you share with us a little about why, why you chose self-love to be one of the main central parts of Selfish? Yeah. So our three pillars are self-care, self-love, and self-indulgence. Um, self-love is really important to self-concept and to like longevity <laughs> in general. I think that if, if you don't cultivate self-love, you're going to be looking for it everywhere. Um, you're going to be looking for love in every place except for yourself. And it's hard to, sometimes it's hard to get there, um, to recognize that self-love is super necessary. Um, and it was definitely a journey for me. Um, And I think that's why it's all the more important to cultivate, because I think once you realize and understand that love is only guaranteed, love and like, uh, what am I trying to say? You can always count on you to love you. Mm. And like at the end of the day, you are the constant in your life. So if you don't love yourself it's really important that you start working on it because you're going to be stuck with you this whole time. (laughs) The whole time you're here on earth, you're going to be with you. So you're going to, you're going to want to create a loving relationship with yourself. Um, so yeah, it's part of our survival, you know, it's part Mm -hmm. of our enjoying of life. So it's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's so much out there that keeps us from loving ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I wish that like the baseline in society was to love yourself and that was supported and encouraged, but it's so, I feel like there's so much about, um, you know, being told that you're being arrogant or like, 
you know, I think especially for for women, like you're the so idea of, of self love. It's what? like you're so self absorbed. It's mm-hmm, like right, mm-hmm. but but I think um, yeah, like what you were saying about being the only constant in your life and the only one who, in certain ways, I think can see the fullness of who we are. Yes, right. Like we are all so complex, and there's different people and situations that bring out different parts of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, um, I've been recently uh, really centering my self-love on like understanding all of who I am and not needing that to be validated by other people, you know? Yeah. Um, and and for that to be okay, to, to be in like a loving relationship with all elements and um, parts of, of who I am. Because if, I think for a long time when I'm, I've not been in loving relationship with myself. I was like seeking love from other people, but other people loved or saw different element, different parts of me, right? Like whether it's like in a working relationship and people see the, I don't know, the productive functioning side and then some friends who bring out the really silly side and some who are more, uh, I don't know what, however, I don't know how to talk about that. But, <laughs> um, you got it. You were doing it. <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah. So I love what you said there. Were there any um, particular conversations or events that inspired um, bringing self love as one of the central pillars to this podcast for you? Yeah. So um, self love as one of the pillars is really due to my own personal journey to and through self love. Um, it's not something that I have always had and cultivated for myself. It's definitely something I was taking for granted, Um, but it is a practice that I have added to my toolkit um, of taking care of myself. And self-love is a practice. It's something that you have to choose, I think. Um, It's something that I've started choosing recently. (laughs) Um, Just like people say, you know, you have to choose love. Every day when you wake up, you choose love, Um, like for the world at large or for your partner or for, you know, family, loved ones. Um, and it's the same for yourself. You have to wake up every day and practice that and choose. You got this. Take your time. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really part of your choices that you make every day. And I think what helped me bring into perspective what self-love can look and feel like was romantic love. Um, I was always a really big romantic. (laughs) Um, I always loved the idea of love. And I was really obsessed with rom-coms as a kid. <laughs> um, I, mm. yeah, like, it, ridiculously so. Um, but the girls, the women in those movies were always talking about, like, wanting someone around that they could be themselves around and someone that would laugh at their jokes and someone they could do things with and learn and grow and adore them when times are hard. Like, somebody hold them down. And in my mind, I was like, ah, okay, my aim is to find another person to help me feel more safe and more whole, right? So I just became a serial monogamist. (laughs) Um, I found myself rarely single. I had really high expectations of my partners, but I didn't know how to identify a good partner or someone who could even remotely begin to fulfill those wants and desires that I had kind of developed for myself. So 
when I wasn't getting that quote unquote whole and complete feeling and I wasn't having like foot popping kisses on the beach and getting grand gestures from people in the airport, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, why is this not working? I'm great. Like, I'm really smart. I think I'm attractive. I'm funny. I'm kind. Like, I'm kind hearted. This should be really easy. <laughs> like, why won't somebody love me? And I was always looking for looking, looking, looking for it. And then looking, when I wasn't looking for actual love, I was trying to figure out what everyone else knew that I didn't know. So I was looking for advice and anecdotes and any signs that would kind of point me in that direction. Um, so one day, there's a particular incident. I was out actually car shopping with my dad. <laughs> um, and the conversation, he was not having it with me. He was not talking to me. We weren't talking about like love or relationships at this time, but he gets really familiar with like sales folks or just people that we meet in general really quickly. He's just one of those people. Um, so something he said to the salesperson was, it's not so much about finding the right person, but being the right person. And that really stuck with me. Like he did not say that to me. He didn't even say it to me. He just said it out loud. I was sitting there. Um, but I, I held on to that. And the first way that I interpreted it was a little flawed. Um, so in my mind, I thought, oh, okay, I need to be more. Like I need to read more books or find more hobbies or something. And I need to do things so that people know that I'm a catch so that they find me and they can see me like, hey, she's over here, like, you know, party of one looking to be a party of two. Mm -hmm. So I got really busy, like making book lists and cooking new recipes and playing with my aesthetic a little bit, <laughs> um, going to new places, just trying to like bulk up my resume and my experiences for whoever this person was. <laughs> um, I just wanted to make sure I was signaling them or like setting the right, you know, trap. <laughs> um, not like I was going to trap them, but, you know, making sure I was going to catch catch the fish. Um, so in doing all of that extra stuff, what I found was that I was just having a lot of fun. And I was finally doing things that I just enjoyed and allowing myself to explore. Mm and allowing myself to be alone yeah, thank and you for sure. really just do things that I wanted to do and that I liked um, because I was doing all of it for some mm -hmm. nameless mm -hmm. person. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what they like. All I had to go off of was these are the things I like. Mm. Let me make sure that they know I like this so that they can find me. <laughs> um, yeah, I was finally getting to stuff that I was putting off or I had been putting off and I was discovering new parts of myself too. And <laughs> at one point it finally hit me, yo, none of this is really in service of this unknown and unnamed person that I'm looking for because they're not real. <laughs> All of this is really in service to myself. And that was the moment where it clicked I was looking for someone and I should have been looking for me and I could have been in search of myself and the person who was supposed to make me feel whole and hold me down and laugh at my jokes and love me unconditionally, no matter what is me. That person is Sarah. Um, so that was really the beginning of me dating myself and me understanding what self-love looked like because I was just doing things that filled up my own cup. Um, 
in the midst of trying to make changes and improvements for somebody else for the sake of some variable person, I realized that I hadn't even been in a relationship with myself (laughs) and I really needed to fill up my cup and be whole for me. And that is when my own, my personal mission around love and relationships really became that I want to be whole and I want to feel whole before trying to enter into romantic relationships. And part of that feeling whole is entering into a relationship with myself and finding myself love because it was such a powerful revelation for me. And I, I had heard, you know, self-love, you know, it's important for years, years and years, my entire life. And I really thought that I had that going on. I was like, oh yeah, like I come from a loving home, loving family. I like myself. Like I don't usually hate me. <laughs> um, like I'm probably good. Um, so like, I don't need any extra, but now, honey, <laughs> it is something different. It's something completely different. And it really is a journey and a choice every day. So that is why I included it as a pillar because I feel like cultivating self-love has helped me enjoy my life a lot more and enjoy myself. And I think that's really important in your self-concept, your self-worth, because you're the person you're with for your entire life. Like the only constant is going to be you. Like you will be with you the whole time. So loving yourself and being cool with what you got going on is super important. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for mm-hmm. sharing your experiences. I um, I love, I mean, so much of what you said. I think the the piece about like it, talk just talking about the journey. And I was so grateful when you um, were sharing your idea for this and including this one in there. Because I think self-love, we hear it talked about a lot. And I think there's been this like, self-love and sort of move towards um self-love um body body love body acceptance Mm -hmm. and like positivity but I think it can sometimes um like get put out there in this way that's like you know you just gotta love yourself and that's what it is love yourself like you know screw the haters all these things and um it's not always as easy and and it it's not as easy as sometimes it sounds. I get myself caught in a loop of like, um, you know, moments where I may not be loving myself or be re- being like hard on myself or on particular elements of myself. And then it creates almost this cycle where then I'm like, well, what's wrong with me? Why am I not, you know, everybody else mm-hmm. seems to have it figured out and they're all, you know, loving themselves so hard and I'm not doing it right. And then it becomes this weird downward spiral where I'm like, beating myself up because I'm not loving myself as much as other people seem to be out in public. But Mm. also we know that like behind doors, like everybody's going through something and like, you know, the moments that people are sharing self-love often, um, they're not showing the the harder moments that brought us to that point of love. So I'm glad, um, to be able to like have this space to share kind of vulnerably, um, and authentically, like what is yeah. what goes into self love that may not always be talked about and may be hard, um, especially when we have all these companies out here trying to sell us the things, you know, mm-hmm. the thing. to that will quote on the thing, right? Like you'll love yourself if you buy all of our things. Yeah, <laughs> um, I really feel like capitalism moves off of us not loving ourselves. So, um, Oof, a word. Facts. Mm. Yep. So it's a uh, definitely. Um, important 
and challenging. <laughs> I like what you said about, um, like, it seeming like everyone just kind of has it figured out and like, oh, what am I doing wrong? Like, why does this not seem to just go from point A to point Z for me? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that. Um, the other day I was watching the show and one of the it was like a competition show and one of the contestants was basically like I was doing this like I was going to be a doctor then I woke up one day and decided to do this instead and I was like you know what I hate that like um conversational shortcut of yeah I woke up one day and then Mm. it, it was just figured out and I just decided to do a completely different thing like now I I bake um cannabis brownies like (laughs) okay like but what was the journey fam like i Mm -hmm. highly doubt that you just woke up one day and decided to do that and then you were good at it like but what was the journey fam that's my new tagline (laughs) (laughs) yes i love that but for real like i really want this to be about sharing what the journey looks like because Mm. so often we just get like the poppy like sexy cute one word, one item, one whatever, quick fix type of message. And it's like, nah, that's not actually how it works mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think, so I, I took this, um, this is weird, uh, but I took this career test this week oh. um, that was uh, really interesting, really illuminating. I mean, a career test. It was like a personality test, but through sort of the lens of careers of like the idea that, you know, if you know what you enjoy, then you're likely to what skills and what you know work you enjoy doing then you're likely to do better at it and so finding a job that fits the things that you enjoy doing will will likely improve your um, professional sort of um, performance because you do the things that you like and you do it well and then you keep doing it and you like learning about it what have you anyway so I had this thing about like um, paradoxical traits so that there's two things that that um, like different traits that we have that that seem contradictory but actually go well together. So one of them was like um, like uh, diplomacy and frankness. Like if you like people to be diplomatic when they're talking to you, mm. or do you want people to do you like people to be frank? And I sort of was in the middle of those two things because like I don't want diplomatic at the cost of like truth and authenticity, but I also don't want people to be frank like and and blunt without like compassion and empathy and like Mm -hmm. care and how the message is being delivered that was one but one that i scored really well on which i was proud of and it got me thinking about this concept of like um i scored it pretty evenly in um like self appreciation or like understanding of self and value of self but also wanting to learn and self-improve and i think that like thinking about self-love like they're also um I think there's something for me that ties self-love to like, I want myself to grow and I love myself and know that there are areas that like, I would like to continue to like expand and blossom and improve on. Um, Cause I think sometimes self-love can, can um, in, in kind of the poppy mainstream way, there can be sort of an expectation that self-love means that you go in and are like, I'm better than everyone. Or that can be projected on people, like what we were talking about with, like, the idea that you're arrogant if you love yourself. It's like, no, I can love myself, and I can know that, like, I have growing edges, and, like, I'm committed. I love myself so much, I'm committed to growing and to being the best version of myself. 
And I love myself as I am right now. I love the previous iterations of myself where I maybe was a little more messy or didn't have the, the <laughs> things figured out. Yeah. Um, and I love the future versions of myself that I will continue moving and growing towards. Um, so self-love, not as this like static, I'm perfect as I am right now, but I, I love myself and, and all the ways that I'll continue to like grow and change. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I What quiz was it? I'll send it to you. Okay. It's actually, yeah, I'll send it to you. It's it's called the Harrison something. Okay. Um, I took yeah. one that Instagram threw on my feed oh, mm. <laughs> the other day because cookies and whatnot. Um, it sounds like it was similar. <laughs> yeah. The ways I decided to waste time, I tell you, because it was, it was a good quiz, but it was so random and I, I was in the middle of doing something else. Um, but that one sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll send Thank it to you. you. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, so, I mean, we kind of talked about this, but can you share, you know, how does, how does self-love tie back to our mission, to the mission of selfish? Um, uh, I kind of talked about it. I don't know if I have yeah. anything else to say. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I do have a question, okay. though. Sure. Um, so, do you think that your... It just came to me while you were talking. It's not quite related. But do you think that your love language is also your self-love language? Mm. Like how you show love to yourself? Mm-hmm. Or That's like... good question. Yeah, like, do you think that the way that you want people to show... Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that the way that you want other people to show love to you is the way that you should show love to you? Or is it different? That's a good question. Well, I think that I, like, give and receive love differently. Like, mm -hmm. my love language is for how I show love and how mm -hmm. I, like, the love languages I appreciate, I think, are not always the the same. Uh. Um, but I think I think the biggest one for me with love languages is quality time with other people. Like it means a lot to me and it's very important to me if to, to be able to spend quality time with one another and to, um, you know, make that time and just really be, be with each other. That's a big, um, sign of love, even if it's, you know, across distance, but you know, I love a long phone call while driving or <laughs> a checking conversation, what have you just making time, um, and, and that's a big one for me. I mean, I need, I've, I've learned that I need alone time. I was like a chronically busy person for a lot of my life and always very social. I had extreme FOMO. Um, I think going to a college that was so small, like I felt like I needed to be a part of everything. And I was that way in high school and, you know, into most of my adulthood. And actually, um, in a weird way, COVID and quarantine has, has, you know, kind of forced me to spend more time with myself. And I think I've... Um, realize just how fundamentally important it is for me to yeah to have time alone to you know do things that do like self-care things like take baths or whatever or just to like chill and stare at the wall like whatever it is yeah. so um yeah so I think so I think so yeah quality time and then um words of affirmation is a big one for me and I have mm -hmm. actually been doing um I think I mentioned this in a different episode but like um affirmation meditations mm -hmm. that are like uh yeah what it sounds like so giving myself <laughs> words of affirmation so yeah i guess so that's a great question what do you think 
I don't know. I think <laughs> I think mine are the same too. Quality time, that is a love language that we share. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was on that four-hour phone call with you. And I enjoyed <laughs> it. <laughs> um, yeah, like a big one for me, um, showing love is quality time and receiving love is quality time. Are, is your love language supposed to be indicative of how you want to receive love or how you want to give it or both? I think both. Okay. Yeah. See how see how great a handle I have on that one, um, but uh, yeah, I think like quality time is definitely how I give and receive love. Um, so like me time is very important. I'm just learning that though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for anyone out there who hasn't figured out what their self love language is, just think about how you like other people to treat you and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, can we, just in case folks don't know, can we name the, the love languages? Yeah, yes, we can. So I know there's words of affirmation, um, quality time, acts, of, acts service. of service, gift giving, right? Yes. There's five. Physical touch? Physical touch, yep. And that's yeah. without a Google. Nice. There we go. So, um, I I definitely dabble in all of them. Gift giving is not my jam. Um, so like even when I like I like buying things for myself, but that's not like a way that I love on myself. I just kind of think I deserve mm. those things. <laughs> <laughs> um, I deserve the world and more. <laughs> <laughs> It's not an act of love, it's just standard. Um, but yeah, quality time. That's real. Um, and then like physical touch. But I don't know how I love on myself through physical touch. I think sometimes it's like cozy clothes mm. um, or yoga um, mm. and like getting in touch with my body. Um, mm-hmm. Baths. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you want to share a little about your self-love journey? And you shared some about relationships, but, you, yeah. you know, other other parts of your journey of self-love. Yeah. Um, I feel like my self-love journey started with just learning to be by myself. Um, and figuring out what I like to do alone. Um, I think that was the first step. If there was another one, I'm not conscious of it. But if I discover what it is later, I'll be sure to let everyone know. (laughs) Um, But I think that was my first step, was like figuring out how to enjoy my own company. Um, Great time to do that in the middle of a, a quarantine. So <laughs> that's kind of when I started um, figuring out like, oh, I like to, um, I really like making jewelry. So I'm just going to sit here and like do that quietly and listen to music that I like and drink tea. And that's my jam. Um, I'm someone who likes to do, I mean, we talked about quality time. So I like to do things with other people. But when I was finding that people don't always want to do things with you, <laughs> that sounds so sad. 
but it's true. Like you can't always find somebody to do something. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I, that hurts a lot when I can't do things with people, but I had to like do some soul searching and do a lot of journaling and, um, like a lot of forced time alone. Like, I don't have to go find someone to do this with. If I want to do a thing, I'll just do it by myself. So, no, it was taking walks. That was that was the first, first thing. Not, like, making jewelry or anything. But it was taking walks by myself. Um, and that was, yeah, that was really big. Oh, I, I can't believe I forgot that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so during quarantine, let me take you all on the journey. Here we go. Um, during, <laughs> during quarantine, um, I live with my parents. Um, so, you know, it's a full house. Um, there's always someone here. There's always noise. There's always a TV on. There's always a Zoom meeting going on. It's, there's a lot. And I really needed more space, but we couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> so I kind of resolved to, once we all were not scared to literally go outside, um, I started going outside and taking walks uh, on my lunch hour from work. And spending the entire hour just walking. And it just kind of became a habit and a pattern for me. Um, I feel like I should do an episode about taking walks. I know that sounds kind of lame, guys, but it, it'll be good. Um, <laughs> I love walking. It does so much. But I was getting sun and I was like losing weight and just feeling more at home in my body and just enjoying my time because I like taking walks. I was listening to more podcasts. Um I was reading more books or like listening to more audiobooks. So I was getting really good me time in um, on my little walks. And I was just getting the kind of peace and quiet that I needed to. Um, mm. And that was the first, one of the first times where I had felt like, oh, I'm really like enjoying my own company. And like, I, I look forward <laughs> to this alone time I get every day. Mm. Um Cause I am not that way. I am very much, I have a very extroverted energy and I like having a lot of people around usually. Um, so it was definitely a practice I had to learn. Mm. Yeah. I love that though, making the, the time daily. It's so easy for stuff like that, that we know is like good for us or for ourselves to get, you know, knocked off the, knocked off the like to-do list when, mm-hmm. when other stuff comes up. So I love, I love that example. Yeah. I love hearing about that. Love a walk too. I think that we should definitely do an episode on walks. Yeah, we <laughs> should do a walking episode. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if we can control for wind noise, but oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be nice. <laughs> um. That would be, yeah. Uh, what about you? What's your journey look like? Yeah. Um, or step one. Well, when I think about self-love, like... When I think about myself as a kid, I think I had a lot of self-love. It was not something that I really like questioned. I mean, it, I was I was very like clear on who I was and what I enjoyed doing and loved those things and loved my friends and loved my family and like was very enthusiastic and, you know, um I don't really remember feeling much doubt as a kid. Mm-hmm. I do always remember having this sense though of like other people being very aware of like the skills or the things that other people had or the skills other people had the things other people were good at the ways other people were that I wasn't Mm 
So I always um, had this element of comparison. And I think that the older I got, um, especially, you know, in in adolescence and and middle school and all that, where like comparison um, becomes more explicit and like there becomes like a clear way of like how you are supposed to do things. Um, I think I really started not just seeing the things that other people like had or did from like a place of curiosity, but of really like, oh, I'm supposed to be like that. Or like, I need to have those skills. Or I see this person is good at this thing that I'm not. And I need to like be like, I'm supposed to be good at that. Mm -hmm. Or I'm supposed to be like that. Or, um, you know, there's a lot of things about me, especially as a kid, like that were not um, like quote unquote good girl behavior. So, like, I was very energetic and, like, I ate a lot and ate really quickly and, like, was very talkative and loved running around and, like, didn't really care about, like, hair or makeup or clothing or whatever. Like, it just, like, you know, what have you. And, like, those messages of, like, those are the messages that I remember getting of, like, you're supposed to be different than you are Um, Mm -hmm. or, like, the way that you do things naturally is just, like, not not right or not what you're supposed to do or there is like a certain way you're supposed to behave and so Mm -hmm. I think I started just be like got sort of this message of like the natural way that I do things is not right and like other people seem to have it figured out so I need to be attentive and like be looking at what everybody else is doing and to figure out how to like make myself right um yeah so I think that that like really continued for a long time in different ways um and Um, you know, going to school, going to college, like going to, you know, going into all these situations where it's like, you're there to learn and grow and like figure out what you want to do with your life and, you know, expand your horizons and all these things. There was like sort of an element of like, I need to learn and grow and be different. You know, I need to figure out what I'm supposed to be or what I'm supposed to be doing. And so that also fed into it, even in like sort of an intellectual way, but you know, um, Yeah, and I think um, in recent years, you know, I talk a lot about astrology, but a really big thing for me in coming to understanding about astrology was like, um, like seeing parts of myself validated and looking at my signs as like every sign has characteristics and has elements to them and there's no judgment to that and like Mm. looking at zodiac holistically like every sign has a place in the world and the skills or the strengths or the the gifts that every person possesses is needed and Mm. I, I don't know something about that I think parts of myself I'm a Pisces I know I've shared this before but so some of the things of like being really soft or being empathetic or being um you know, I've always had like a pretty high level of emotional intelligence, but, you know, talk going to school and in a world that like wants us to be hard and like looks down on emotions or being sensitive, like mm. that was something that I always was like, oh my God, this is bad. I need to get rid of this. But then like looking, getting more in tuned with astrology and understanding that like we need emotional people and like in the scope of the world, we need people who have empathy and who have that way to, of connecting with people and, um, there's nothing inherently wrong with that. I think it just, it sort of uh, in, invited me to be like looking at who I am, not from a lens of judgment or like I'm supposed to be different, but like 
I am who I am and loving that and like understanding the gifts that I have and understanding how to like use them at different times, right? Like it's not mm. always the time to be really emotional and sensitive, but like <laughs> knowing that that's there and like that I don't need to turn off my emotions, but I need to be able to like understand when are the appropriate places to bring that forward or to like, you know, maybe at certain times like lean on skills that may not be my most um, natural, like mm. having to be really detail oriented and analytical, huh. like not necessarily my strong suit, but sometimes I got to do that. And so when those, when I'm in moments where I have to do things that may not be what are like the most um, natural things for me, not saying like, I need to be, I need to do this. I'm bad because this is not my natural inclination. I need to be a detail oriented person, but saying, okay, this is tough. I need it in this moment. And like, I know it's tough. What self-care things do I need to do to like, fill up my cup a little bit to be able to do this thing that is maybe not my most natural place and not hate my, hate my more emotional side, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah. So now it's sort of a, I'm, I'm in a place of like self self love for me is really tied to self acceptance, like Mm -hmm. accepting myself for who I am, seeing myself for who I am and, and loving myself, not feeling like I'm supposed to be different or I, or the things about me are bad, but just, you know, knowing the areas that I need to work on and grow and giving myself the time and space to just, like, be who I am. Yeah. Um, and just yeah. knowing, like, there's nothing wrong with you. I think mm-hmm. that's a big thing. Um, like, yeah. everything about you is fine. Um, you don't have to, you don't have to push yourself into being one certain way. If it's something that you really mm-hmm. want to grow in, sure. But, like, mm-hmm. there's nothing inherently wrong um with you or the way that you do things or the way that you you know um Mm -hmm. want to exist in the world and you're right that is a big piece Mm -hmm. Um, and we say that to everyone I think everybody um needs to hear that I think especially you know we've talked about like all the isms of the world but I think one of the things that oppression and like you know white supremacy patriarchy all these things like they are like ultimately about telling people how they're supposed to be like you know white supremacy patriarchy cis sexism is that how you say that ableism like all Mm -hmm. of it is like to be a the right kind of person to be valuable in this world to be worthy in this world you need to be like this you need to be white able-bodied straight cis all the things Mm -hmm. And you need to have this type of body. You need to have, you know, and and it um, pushes us all to like, you know, try and fit that image and, mm. and make us question anything that isn't that. So um, I think self-love is also really tied to, to understanding that we are all valuable and worthy inherently. That there is nothing, we do not need to be more like what the world or what society, what the systems of the world tell us right um want us to be like you are valuable exactly as you are and that's it that's it beautifully said beautifully said (sighs) sarah do you want to give us a self-care suggestion yes i do Um, So today's suggestion is an exercise for you, and it's intended to be something that you can take with you all the time. So you'll want to get like a pen or pencil or whatever, a quill, whatever you like to write with, (laughs) Um, (laughs) or, you know, like your Google Keep, I don't care, Um, (laughs) a small piece of paper, 
Um, or if it's digital, obviously just put in your phone. Um, and then set a timer for five minutes and write down all of the things that you like about yourself. And they can be like big things or small things, physical things, spiritual things, emotional things, whatever. Just write the things, what they are. Um, it can be like, I like that I have fingernails. It, whatever resonates with you. <laughs> um, it doesn't have to be super groundbreaking because it's just for you. And when it's over, you'll just kind of keep the sheet with you. And when you notice yourself having any negative self-talk or thinking about the things you don't like about yourself or being down on you, you will always have your little sheet of things that you love about yourself and you can always return to them. Um, I think it's a really good practice. It's something that I've done in the past that, and it sounds like it's something that you do, Morgan, constantly, like mentally, mm -hmm. like, yes, this is hard or I don't like this, but also I'm still valuable. I'm still bomb as hell. So whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, that's okay. I still yeah. like me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and share your lists with us. We'd love to see them. Give you lots of snaps and claps for all the wonderful things about you. So tag us on Instagram. We love ourselves. <laughs> we want to celebrate that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's celebrate our love yeah. for ourselves yeah, together, absolutely. though. <laughs> um, well, and with that, that's our episode. Uh, yeah. yeah, thank you all for joining us, next as always. I love we you. We love you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Selfish. Our show is edited and mixed by Zil McGurdy. Our logo was created by Et Nawal Illustrations. Check them out on Instagram. If you like our show, you can find us on IG at A Little More Selfish, and you can follow us on all platforms where you listen to podcasts and support us monthly on Patreon. If you have a topic idea or question, email us at letsgetselfish at gmail.com or slide in those DMs. Now go out, spread love, and be selfish. We love you. We good? Yeah.